Hello, welcome to the Ditch the Diet podcast. My name is Kerry and this week I wanted to talk a little bit about a better way to lose weight. So something that I see in the world of weight loss coaching is that there seems to be a bit of a spectrum um, in terms of how people act when it comes to weight loss. And I see people being at both extreme ends of this spectrum. And what I tend to try and coach them to do is to come somewhere into the middle and to gain some balance. So this weight loss spectrum that I've been observing, it tends to have self-hate or self-loathing to some degree underneath at both ends. But on one end, there's a real punishment and a real desire to change everything by any means possible. And then on the other end, there's a real kind of sense of apathy and, oh, I don't believe it's possible and I don't care anymore. And it's really interesting because I find that both of these spectrums don't tend to work very well at all. And yet they're the spe- they're the two ends of the spectrum that I seem to observe clients being in. And actually, that's really where I've been for most of my life as well. So it's really quite an interesting thing to observe. When I see people at the self-hatred end of the spectrum where there's loads of rigidity, there's loads of rules, there's deprivation, there's punishment, there's often a lot of thoughts about themselves like I'm too fat, I need to change. They'll compare themselves to others like, oh, she's got such a flat stomach, I need to go to the gym, I need to work out more, or putting themselves down in lots of different ways. When they're, when I actually coach people and I, I um, invite them to create their own protocol, their own eating plan so that they can experiment and find genuinely what works for them as an individual, when they maybe overeat or maybe they eat off plan, quite often I see this Uh, kind of energy kicking back in again, because if they have overeaten or even what some people would describe as a binge happening, then the reaction to that is usually full-on rigidity again. I have to fast tomorrow. I have to make sure I only eat salad tomorrow. It goes straight back into that deprivation mindset and that punishment mindset, like I have been bad. I shouldn't have done this. So now I have to punish myself And the problem is many of us have experienced this in our weight loss journey and it doesn't work because we wouldn't be here today if it did. But it's very easy to go straight back to that because when you have a lot of feelings about yourself that are coming from a place of potentially self-hatred, self-loathing, or just maybe just even not being completely happy with yourself, maybe you wouldn't even identify with having such a strong word as loathing or hate. It might just be discontent with you or your body then sometimes these rigid rules and deprivation and punishment can kick back in. And from this mindset, we end up going back into this yo-yo diet mentality because when we have rigidity and when we have rules, when we deprive ourselves, we usually feel very, very unhappy doing it. It is a short-term game because you aren't going to be able to live like that in the long term. And there are very few people that I've actually observed that have been able to follow through with that for a very long time and actually be happy. 
Then at the other end of the, the, the spectrum, I observe people with a more apathetic uh, kind of attitude. And I think that comes from, yes, a place of being dis- discontented with their body and not liking their body, but also a place of, of not trusting themselves. So this can sometimes manifest as throwing everything out. So there's no rules. Eat whatever you want. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's disguised. It's like th- a thinly veiled kind of disguise of actually loving yourself and self-love. I'm not going to restrict myself anymore. I'm not going to put myself through all that pain anymore. So I'm going to eat whatever I want. But actually when we're not being observant, when we're not uh, actually, you know, paying attention to what's going on on the scales and actually are we getting good nutrition from our for our body? Are we eating enough of the fuel foods to actually nourish and care for our body? Then it's almost like we're coming from a place of just not caring about ourselves. And really that has a similar uh, kind of feeling underneath of the self-hatred, the self-loathing, or as I say, just the the discontent with themselves. It's just a different expression. And and I do observe that with my clients as well on their weight loss journey where if they do overeat or they do go into a binge, then they throw it out for a a while and (laughs) it might take a good few days. And then we come to our coaching session and we start coaching on it and they've just, you know, they've gone off and they're like, oh, this isn't working for me anyway. I just wanted to do what I want, um, you know, and I haven't weighed myself for days. And then, um, you know, they've actually seen that they they do have a fluctuation up again and it's really come from a place of, of just not caring, unfortunately. And I want to offer that there's a better way to lose weight. There really is. There is a way that is all about self-love. It's about accepting your body for the way it is. And if you choose to, lose a bit of weight. It's about appreciating the amazing things that your body does for you because let's face it, it carries you around every day. You've got an amazing immune system that fights off loads of different bacteria and viruses we're probably not even aware of. You know, it allows, like your hands allow you to create things. They allow you to love and express your love and, and, you know, connect with other people and hug. I mean, isn't it amazing? But sometimes we look in the mirror and we say, I'm too fat. I'm horrible. We really hate on our bodies. And it's it's just a, not a really great way to lose weight because it is not long lasting. We really are not going to be able to hate ourselves into a slim place and expect to stay there. Because why would you want to stay there if you're so bloody miserable? So the self-loving way of losing weight, as I say, it's about accepting your body the way it is. It's about appreciating all the amazing things that your body does. And then you get to choose what foods you want to nourish your beautiful body with. So it will look like weighing yourself as a number to guide you. You don't beat yourself up over the number you are on the scales because hell, that's just a number. It's just your relationship to gravity. And it's a bit of data. It's going to tell you whether or not you're going in the direction that you choose to go. It looks like choosing foods that will fuel you and nourish you. It looks like enjoying your food, really enjoying and getting pleasure from your food, but not going to the point where you're actually eating your emotions and trying to avoid actually feeling. It's about releasing the guilt around food so that actually if you want to eat chocolate, if you want to eat bread, do it in a way 
that you can actually enjoy it and you don't overeat and you don't use it as something to actually eat your emotions with. It's a very different way of coming to uh, at weight loss. The thing is, quite often when we want to, to lose weight, there's a lot of stuff that we're really unhappy with in our body. So we're often saying to ourselves that we feel fat. We're often looking in the mirror and it, at how we look in our clothes and we decide that we don't like it. Sometimes there can be feelings of shame and guilt for the way we might be eating food because we've got these conditioned habits and we have got these uh, ingrained neural pathways in our mind where we've, we might have used chocolate as our go-to for comfort and love and having a hug when we feel really sad. And that can produce feelings of shame and guilt for the way we use food as an emotional crux. Sometimes we can have thoughts about ourselves which make us think that other people must be staring and revolted by our body. And so these are some of the things that many people come into the weight loss journey feeling. Um, you know, not having any clothes that fit in the shop. So wanting to change your body so that you can wear anything in the shops. Having beliefs like no one will want to fall in love with a fat woman. And we basically hate on ourselves. So we often come into the weight loss journey and we may well be coming from the apathy end of things. We may have been through a period of apathy where we just thought, you know what, I'm sick of these rules. I don't want to hate on myself anymore. I'm just going to allow myself to eat whatever I want. And then you fluctuate up and then you come back into the weight loss journey again and decide that you're going to try again. But quite often it's coming from a place of hatred. It's coming from a place of not being happy with our body. And we go straight back into that really strict mentality, that diet mentality. And quite often what we're actually wanting when we start this weight loss journey is that there's there's this like fantasy that, well, we're actually, we're going to feel so much happier when we're skinny and we're going to feel more confident and I'm going to actually be able to love myself and I'm going to be able to date and I'm going to have better sex. I'm going to have a better relationship with my partner. I'm going to look great naked. I can go to the beach in a bikini. I'm just going to be so happy. Like when I'm finally able to wear a bikini, everything in my life will be right. And we can really live in this fantasy land, but actually sometimes it's it's a really interesting exercise to challenge these thoughts because the reality is that when you lose weight, the only things you're guaranteed of is that you're going to have a smaller body and you're probably going to be having some saggier skin. That's it. If you don't deal with these negative thoughts about yourself on your weight loss journey and come into a different place around this on your weight loss journey, you are just going to be in a smaller body, probably with saggy skin, and you're going to still have all of the same negative thoughts. You'll find something new to beat yourself up about. And it was really interesting, actually, that I um, I was working with one of my clients, uh, I think it was back in May, and she got to her goal. And so then the final part of our coaching together, we were actually working on um, getting a maintenance plan in place so that she could stop losing weight and actually just stay at that level and practice being that way so that she didn't go up and down all the time again. And she said to me, you know, it's really interesting because I never thought about this, but as you lose weight, it's like my brain is creating all these new opportunities to beat myself up. And I never thought that I would have all these other thoughts about myself. And it is just so true. So if we haven't got a great relationship with ourselves, if we don't accept 
at least accept and tolerate ourselves where we are, we're still going to have these very same thoughts when we get to the smaller body size and we have saggier skin, which is probably going to be yet another thing we're going to beat ourselves up about. And I can really relate to this. I can see this from my own journey. Um, I think it was 2010. I'm pretty sure it was 2010 or 2009 to 10. I was, uh, at my uh, homeopathic college and I was on the candida diet. So if you've ever been on the candida diet, you'll know it is quite strict. Um, it's all about controlling candida in your body. So you don't want to have anything with yeast. You don't want to have anything with sugar um, and it just no alcohol. And then all sorts of things like um, fungus, like mushroom and all those things you had to cut out as well. Vinegar, I think it was anything fermented, Oh, so, you know, going to restaurants and things like that, I just was so limited in what I could eat. And that was at a very social time in my life as well. I was going out with friends a lot. I was going to restaurants a lot. And, you know, so I was the sad person there basically just drinking water and having the salad and then having to be picky about the salad dressing because, you know, God forbid it has vinegar or maybe a bit of sugar in it, you know. <laughs> and so I found that that diet was very effective in terms of what I wanted. So I wanted to lose weight and there were also some energy things and some stuff going on with candida. And so it did solve some of those things, but I was bloody miserable. So I was still not recognizing how much my body had changed. When I look back at photos now, I was like, wow, I was really slim actually. And I was still hating on myself at that point in my life. I was really at the self-hate end of things. I was rigid. I had lots of rules. I was depriving myself. And actually I was punishing myself for all those years that I thought I'd eaten far too much chocolate. I'd drunk far too much. I had eaten far too much bread. And I basically haven't been good to myself is what I thought. And then what happened after that, so I threw it all out because I got so sick of living like that. I kind of got to the point where I was walking around a supermarket just thinking, what on earth can I eat here? I have so many issues with food. Like literally, this is not the way it's meant to be. Food is meant to be nourishing. Food is meant to be a fuel for my body. How is it possible that I'm walking around a supermarket and finding a reason for almost every food item in here for that I should not eat it? I mean, it was just getting ridiculous. So I threw all the rules out. I decided that I am going to love myself and just eat whatever I want and do intuitive eating. Now, from what I understand now, and I really do believe a lot in intuitive eating, but if your insulin is all over the place, you're probably going to have cravings for things like chocolate and, and wheat and things like that, which is exactly what I had. So I threw all the rules out and I ate whatever I wanted and I put on loads of weight. I mean, there was emotional stuff going on at the time as well. You know, I mean, there usually is with all of this stuff. So I was definitely eating some of my emotions. I was using food as my emotional crutch and I decided that I was going to avoid the scales because they made me feel horrible and that I, I wanted to care for my body because I didn't want to put all these rules on myself again. But actually, I was being completely absent and I was just not observing what was going on. The scales went up, my um, energy levels went down, and you know I just kept eating my emotions and avoiding them, which just basically kicks it further down the road. You're going to have to deal with them at some point. So it wasn't a pleasant experience. So I can really see how I went from one end of the spectrum right over to the other. And 
finally, years later, I mean, it's was about uh, eight years it's taken me to actually really nail this and come to a place where I love my body. I accept my body for the way it is now. And if I choose to lose a bit more weight, I can do that and I can do it from a place of self-love. So this is the thing. If if the true reality of weight loss is that we get a smaller body and that we have saggier skin and we live in this fantasy land where we think we're going to feel happy, confident, we're going to love ourselves, going to have different relationships, we're going to have a different business and a different career because we're more confident um, and everyone's going to like us because we're going to be wearing these amazing clothes and you know, all of this stuff, it is a fantasy land. We can actually come from a place of feeling happy and confident and loving ourselves right now in this very moment. Now, it may, if you're well into the the end of the spectrum where you're feeling a lot of shame, guilt, disgust, revolt in your body and in yourself, and there are many women that I work with that do. It's just heartbreaking to see how much we hate on our bodies. It might take some time to build up for that. And I want to share with you towards the end of this a way that you can start to build that relationship with yourself that's going to have you taking actions from a better place. Because the thing is, when we feel these kinds of feelings, when we feel shame, when we feel guilt, when we feel disgust, we're usually going to end up overeating at some point. If we don't continue the deprivation and the strict rules, uh, we will end up at some point feeling so crap, we overeat and we potentially go back to compulsive eating. So this negative mindset does not get us anywhere in the long run. If we act from a place of love where at one end of the scale, and I'm going to talk talk about lots of scales today, which is ironic for a Ditch the Diet podcast, isn't it? But anyway, so if we look at a scale of coming from a place of self-love, so the first step there might be just having acceptance for where you are. It might be tolerance. And then maybe you work your way up to contentment and having trust, trust in yourself, trust in your body, trust that you're actually able to get to whatever weight you choose to and maintain it. And then maybe, maybe you might even be able to get to love and joy in time. So when we act from a place of acceptance, it looks very different. We choose foods that are nourishing because we want to look after our beautiful body. We don't beat ourselves up when we get on the scales and see a number. I mean, it's just a number at the end of the day. It's a piece of data that tells us, are we going in the right direction or do we need to course correct a bit here? What is actually going on right now? That's all it is. So we don't beat ourselves up over our numbers. We exercise for joy. We exercise because it makes us feel good, because we know that it's great for our health. It's great for our cardiovascular system. It's going to build strong muscles. We stop beating ourselves up over our weight and over our food. And the beautiful thing is that when people stop being so obsessed with food and weight and diets, then opens up all of this other opportunity for energy to be focused on other areas of their life. So art projects and relationships and a new business. I've seen all of these things be the true focus that comes up once women have actually stopped beating themselves up over their weight and obsessing about food and dieting. It's a really beautiful process to observe and it's just such an honor to be a part of that journey for other people. So I wanted to share that with you today that it is possible to come from a different place with all of this and this is what builds us up 
having these skills builds us up to be in a place where we can actually maintain our weight. It is possible. So what I want to suggest to you today is that there are actions that you can take that can help you to start to build a better relationship with yourself. Now, one of the things I suggest that people do is love notes. And that is as simple as in the morning when you're getting ready, taking some time to look at yourself in the mirror, preferably naked if you can, and just have a look at your body and find three things that you appreciate every single day. So you might have to start with some things like maybe it's your hair color, maybe it's your eye color, maybe it's the shape of your hands, maybe it's the shape of your feet. But I would also encourage you to really challenge yourself a little bit as well, because if you've got negative thoughts about a particular area of your body, maybe go there, challenge yourself, push yourself out of your comfort zone. There are so many women that when they look at their stomach, they can barely even actually bear the sight. They can hardly bear the sight of their own stomach. You know, they'll quickly look away again. It's just such a heartbreaking thing. So when we have such a strong reaction to any of our body parts, whether it's our arms, whether it's our boobs, whether it's our stomach, whether it's our butt, then I really encourage you to go to a neutral place with that body part. And so your love note to that body part might be something very neutral. You might be going from a place of saying to yourself, I have, a, I have such a fat stomach to I have a stomach because that is a truthful statement and there's no adjectives in there that would have negative connotations. Or instead of saying, I have a fat body, it might be, I have a body. Instead of it being, uh, my, my thighs are full of cellulite, it might be, I have two thighs. So come to a place of neutrality where you need to. And the more you get neutral with your body and simply observe true factual statements like I have a body, I have a stomach, I have two arms. Then from there, once you really believe that and you start letting go of beating beating yourself up with those thoughts around um, being too fat or anything like that, then we can start to build from a place of love. And so that first step might be the acceptance and, and the tolerance and then the contentment and then it might be pure love and joy. So that's what I've got for you today. If you do resonate with this and you're coming from a place of not loving yourself, of not being content with your body in some way, or just maybe dissatisfaction, it might not even be such a strong word like hate or loathing, even just dissatisfaction. See where you can come from a place of acceptance and tolerance and contentment and do the love notes every single day. Find three things that you appreciate with your body and maybe even go to those really difficult places and find a neutral statement about those places where you've got lots of negative thoughts. Okay, so I'd love to hear what you have, um, what your comments are, what your thoughts are on this. If you want to come over and comment, then please do. You can come over to my website. It's kerrydwilliams.com forward slash podcast is where you can find all the podcast episodes and you will find this one there. So it's number 21, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash, and actually I've got a direct link now, forward slash 21, and that will take you straight to this episode's page and you can leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day and I shall speak to you next week. Bye for now. 
If you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to check out my five steps to stop overeating training. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps, and that's the number five, then steps. And you can sign up for this five day series. So in this series, I'm going to guide you step by step through a process so that you can create a foundation to put in place to break that pattern of overeating and start losing weight for the last time. So if you would like to go deeper with everything we talk about on this podcast, then this is the first step. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps to access the training. And that is spelled K-E-R-I-D-Williams.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training.